What's your guilty pleasure? Me? I don't have one. You're listening to Guiltless Pleasures, an unapologetic pop podcast with Bobby Asin. Welcome back to another week of Guiltless Pleasures. I am your host, Bobby Asin. Today I am joined by my good friend, Katie Hefner. Hey! <laughs> she has just moved to Orlando, Florida, as I prepare to make my move out of Florida. I love when that happens. <laughs> yes. Everyone leaves when I come back. But she is a California girl. It's true, it's true. <laughs> I would say Katie Hefner and I originally met probably at Epcot because of my friend Jess Hall and was that the day I met you with Ricky and Jess or I thought it no, was wait. I thought it was at Disneyland right. I just remember that <laughs> I met you by Mickey's Magical Map yes I met Jess like probably a year before when I was on my CP here but I think I met you after I moved back home or when I was just home for the summer so Jess and Ricky were still there but it was at Magical Map Krista was also there Francis Dominic was there so many legends oh my god Natalia was there Oh, <laughs> like legitimately, it was like oh, a ton of us, like with that oh picture backdrop of the Skyliner. Okay, yeah, like I remember, old, yeah. I remember that because Ricky is in that picture, and I, I can't really recall everyone else, but now I can see it. That's where we met, and then we went to Vegas together for my twenty fourth birthday, which was amazing. We saw Lady Gaga, absolutely iconic. Yes, and. Since then, I've seen you multiple times in California. We've been to the famous Catch. If you listen to Call Her Daddy, they love Catch. We had the, what is it called? The Hit Me Cake? I don't even remember. <laughs> yeah, the Hit Me Cake that everyone posts on Instagram. Oh, we ordered yeah. that, and it says Hit Me, and on Call Her Daddy, they make fun of all the influencers who go there and, like, take Instagrams doing it, so we made sure to take an Instagram See, hitting it back with the spoon. then, I didn't know what Call Her Daddy was yet, so... Yeah, that was back when I was still kind of listening to it, but not so much anymore. With your daddy gang cup. Yeah, <laughs> that I did bring today, but that night at at catch was also when I had an allergic reaction at the table. And, and I, I had no clue. I didn't tell anyone because i that's how committed I was to not killing the vibe, so. Oh my gosh. Good times. Yeah, that was really cute. I remember having a bunch of cocktails and like sharing a bunch of food. Didn't we share like macaroni and cheese or something? Yeah, there was macaroni and cheese. There were like Brussels sprouts or charred broccolini, I think. And then there was a vegan Caesar salad. And I remember the salad. That is what gave me the allergic reaction. So, wow. so much fun. I actually have gone back to catch since. I went to the Vegas location. I did not order vegan Caesar salad. And I actually told the server about my allergy that time, even though I hate doing that. Did you but... get hit me cake again? No, we didn't get dessert. We got... We got drinks. We had, oh my god, the lobster mac and cheese. That sounds That's so what I good. got that time. It was amazing. Well, let's go into our current guiltless pleasures. I will start with you first, Katie. Okay, so I decided I actually have two. The first one is 100% Miss Trisha Paytas. Her TikToks, her YouTube videos, just her life um I'm obsessed and if you don't like Trisha Paytas or you think she's problematic 
it's because you don't have taste or you don't have like the mental capacity to understand her humor. Yes, yeah, it's a very specific type of humor. <laughs> it is, and people love to hate on her because she's like dumb and problematic, but like they're just not smart enough to get it. Like she's an icon, she's a legend. She is the moment. Um so definitely Trisha Paytas, love her. And then my second one is The Real Housewives of Orange County, as you know. Yes. I grew up for almost 25 years of my life in Orange County, and everyone always talked about the show, and I've actually seen The Housewives out and about, but, like, I had never watched the show, so they were just, like, every other Kodo mom to me. I didn't really care. But now that I'm watching the show, I'm obsessed. And it's, like, funny watching because... A lot of the kids went to my high school, so it's, like, funny to see that was filmed, like, back in 2007, so it's yeah, old. it's so old, It's yeah. really old, so it's fun to see, it's fun to see them in, like, the high school shirts and stuff, and all the restaurants around where I live that they go to, and then, of course, the Queen, Miss Vicky, when I had my first job um, after my CP, I worked at Ulta. And I would ring her out all the time, and I didn't know who she was. I just knew her name was Vicky, and people would tell me she was a housewife. And they were like, oh, be careful. She's like, she's really rude. But she was always nice to me, so. I'm glad she's always nice to you. I feel like she would be very rude. Um, But you have some insight on all housewives, don't you? I do. Like some I do. Dirt. I guess we'll go into that after I go into my guiltless pleasures. We'll go into the dirt of what really happens behind the gates. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so my current guiltless pleasure is actually one that I have all the time. But my guiltless pleasure is always going to places that celebrities go to. Okay. <laughs> Meaning, yeah. if I see on a show, I make sure I always go. And that's very simple. Just as an example, is Siesta Key. Like they go to Daiquiri Deck, Ophelia's. Uh, seafood restaurant on the water. I did that for my birthday. I always do something that's like themed off of what a celebrity does. So, I mean, the marketing's there for a reason. It's me. I'm the person who goes everywhere <laughs> that they go. So, they're very smart on that. We just went to a restaurant called Thai Star in Siesta Key. And originally, two weeks ago, I was going to go there, but I decided, no, like, we'll just go somewhere else instead, and then to come to find out, they filmed an entire episode of a birthday party at, of the show Siesta Key at Thai Star that very same night. It was very disheartening, but I went two weeks, or not two weeks ago, two days ago in honor of that, so that was good. It was good. I was eating my leftover pad thai yesterday. Right. Yeah. It was still good. We, um, when we left, we realized we left Taylor's backpack and our beach blanket there and Taylor was saying oh like we don't need to go back it's just full of towels and things like that and then I went back and I was a little tipsy obviously and so I fell over a curb and like all these bruises and then this man tried to rap to me earlier that evening in the bathroom because I was wearing a mask and then the same guy who was trying to rap at me like saw me fall and so I was like running in the restaurant <laughs> and they were like oh this woman named judy will come and help you and no one ever came so i just walked to the table and this guy was like is this your backpack and i was like yeah and then we opened the backpack later to see like taylor's key car keys were in there like all this stuff that she was just like oh it's fine like it's just towels and sunscreen oh just leave gosh. it so thank god we actually went back 
And when we called the restaurant to find out the bag was there, we called the Venice location. And apparently also just had a party, like, the same size as ours, by the windows. Oh, and they were like, oh, gosh. we're under the table. Like, we can't find anything. But it was the wrong location. There's Venice, Florida. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm new here. Where is that? I think it's by Siesta Key. Oh, okay. Interesting. Venice is where, um, if you watch The Bachelor, like, Claire and Dale have gone um, when they got back together after breaking up. And they take day trips to Siesta Key, so it can't be too far. Okay. It's interesting to me that there are a lot of, like, repeat cities in Florida that exist in California. Orange County. I know. I literally moved from, like, the racist Orange County to the gay Orange County. So, (laughs) there's, yeah, there's a lot of repeat cities. Like, I've seen Hollywood. Yeah, there is Hollywood, Florida. But I've heard it's, like... That's for old people. Oh, okay. It's, like, retirement. Where where are you going to say it was? I thought Hollywood, Florida was, like, trashy, like a, a party town or, like, a spring break thing. Oh, I'd never heard of that part. Maybe I'm getting it confused with something else. And then... Daytona, I think, is trashy Oh, spring break. yeah. I've been to Daytona. Not during spring break, but I've been to Daytona. And it's it's a little a little trashy. Yeah, it's It reminds worse. me of um, Oceanside, California, if anyone's been there. It's just, like, not the popular beach town to go to. It's kind of like the one that you go to if you don't have, like, the money for Laguna Beach or you just find some, like, really tiny place to stay. I don't know how to describe it. Yeah. But it's not It's not the best crowd. Wait, also, side note, you, you said Laguna Beach, so reminding me of The Hills, which oh, yes. I know you have started and finished mm-hmm. uh was it from listening to this podcast it was yeah, yeah it was all your impact and that was another one growing up in southern california not necessarily the hills but laguna beach the yeah. show i remember when i was when i was a kid because obviously lauren conrad is like probably 10 years older than me mm-hmm. or something like that so i didn't really watch laguna beach growing up but um i am familiar with it and all of the people who are on it so that was another one that it was like oh my god you have to watch you're from orange county oh yeah she's about 10 years older yeah, than she's me. 35 um, everyone wondering how old lauren conrad is yeah and so i decided to watch the hills watched it all the way through loved it and um then of course i had to look up all of the cast members to see who still lives there And I think it's Adrena still lives in either, like, Newport or Laguna, but definitely somewhere in Orange County. Yeah, I feel like, I don't know if Heidi still lives in Malibu, but I know at one point she, like, moved to, like, that area. They definitely are, like, on the water in their current house. But I think Adrena's moved a couple of different times. Mm -hmm. But everyone is still in California, per se, besides, no, Whitney's there, too, now. She's lived there for a couple of years. I'm trying to think of anyone. Just Kristen Cavallari, which I don't think you... Did you watch Kristen Cavallari's season? Yeah, I did. Okay. I didn't like her, but... Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what you think about her from Laguna Beach as well. But I do know that she is going to be back for at least one episode this season on The Hills. Of, like, the new the mm-hmm. new one that's out? Okay. Yeah, the 10-year-later one. Okay, I need to get on that. Yep, so she'll be joining... Because previously she couldn't be on the show because she had her own reality show. But then when she filed for divorce, she announced that she was going to stop filming her reality show because she didn't want it to, like, um, like portray her or her ex-husband in a certain way because they have, like, three kids. And oh. so she just didn't want 
got to be like on television, which makes sense. Yeah, understandable. So, um, but she's making little fires everywhere else, though. I tell you that they're crazy. <laughs> I think they're back together, but we'll find out in the hills, maybe. Oh God! And I... she went on dates. Oh wait, you didn't watch Laguna Beach, so it won't matter to you. As I say, Stephen from Laguna Beach, and he was in One Tree Hill. He became an actor. Oh, okay. And that's who the love triangle between Lauren and Kristen was in between. Oh. And when she left her husband, they went on dates. So, Laguna Beach, though, that was back when they were in high school, mm-hmm. right? And they already have that much drama and love triangles yeah. in high school. Girl. So, for anyone that doesn't know, Laguna Beach was originally a TV show that was going to be filmed inside the high school because Naruto was really popular, so they wanted to make a show that was a reality-based show off, like, the same thing of people that had all this money and crazy lives while they were at a high school age. And they went to the high school in Laguna Beach, and they interviewed everyone in the school that was willing to try to be on the show. And when they did, the only person who didn't apply was actually two people. It was Lo Bosworth and Lauren Conrad. But what they noticed was that every single person in the school, when they were asked... Like, who was the most popular person or who has the most drama in school, everyone answered Lauren Conrad. So one day, Lauren Conrad and Lo were um, leaving school early. They were skipping class, and they were in the parking lot. And MTV saw them and said, hey, are you Lauren Conrad? And she was like, yes. And I'm like, why haven't you interviewed for this show? Like, everyone is talking about you. And we want to have an interview with you. And so oh then she gosh. sat down and interviewed for it. And then they offered her to be the lead role, but she did not want to be in the show. Wow. I do get that vibe from her, though, even in the hills. Like, she definitely seemed like she wasn't there, like, for the fame of the TV show. Mm -hmm. Whereas some other people can't say the same, but... I think in an interview she had with Whitney Eve, um, or Whitney Port, is in a podcast they had a reunion episode, and they were just saying that the reason they stayed, like, towards the end, just because... The money was so good, and Lauren was saying that she was, when she, I think she dropped out of a college in San Francisco, she was, like, cut off by her parents, mm. and so when they were like, hey, we want to do a show, like, the continuation of your story, she was like, okay, well, I made so much money on, like, Laguna Beach are offering mm-hmm. me so much more money for this, and I don't have a job yet, I'm not in school yet, my parents just cut me off, so I have to say yes. So she went to a school in San Francisco before FITM? Mm-hmm. Oh, She goes okay. for, like, one semester and drops out. Okay. And I think Heidi actually may have went with her to this college. Okay. Because you, you meet Heidi towards the end of Laguna Beach. And then there's a second season um, that has, like, Kristen starring in it, and then it got canceled because, like, no one cared. Oh. <laughs> That's not surprising to me, though, that she would have dropped out of San Francisco because, like... A lot of Orange County kids are very sheltered. Um, For those who don't know, Orange County, California is, like, the most, especially southern Orange County, where the money is. So, like, Laguna Beach, Laguna Niguel, Mission Viejo, Coto de Casa. It's very red. It's, like, the most red area in a very blue state. People are very conservative and... Um, A lot of the rich kids that end up going to colleges in, like, pretty liberal cities end up, like, either completely changing or dropping out and coming back and they're, like, it's culture shock, which um, I know Gina's daughter, Kara, experienced, Kara, 
she went to my high school and then she went to i think it was berkeley okay and she came back like i don't think she dropped out but it's funny in like a few episodes ago that i was watching she was like talking about how like the people there live in trees and like they're just like hippies and stuff the way they're just like normal people i know and she's like she was like this is how i i I know i was born to be a republican and then she like goes to the gun range and shoots guns the way i have like no memory of that but i it's in the early it's in like season four it's very early on but it's so funny because that's so typical of southern and Orange County kids who go and move to these liberal college towns, they're, like, either just shocked or they change. Yeah, it's so weird, because I guess I just always think of it as sort of, like, a liberal state, and I forget that there's, like, extreme conservatives, but then you would see the protests, like, in Orange County during, like, Oh, my God, don't even get me started. Oh, my God. It's, like, I forget people like that even exist or are even real. That's, like, all around where I'm from. It's it's very, very, very red. Um, And, yeah, like, one of the most blue states. So it is surprising. But, yeah, Huntington Beach is kind of known for being that way. Um, that's where they had the, the first protest, um, like a week into the first lockdown where they were like, let us get haircuts. Cuts, yeah, that's the first one was the haircut protest, <laughs> yep, right? that's Huntington Beach. And then Beach. gyms, they did gyms too, right? And they had like a parade in Huntington Beach as well, right? Oh, yeah. And I think, um, I think they did like the Trump boat parade in Huntington Beach, I can't remember if that was Huntington or Newport. Oh, my God. They, no, this was Newport when they sank, right? Wasn't that Newport? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. that was Newport when they had, like, the ones <laughs> sinking in the water. Yeah. So, for anyone who wants to vacation to California, um, don't go to Huntington Beach. Go to Laguna Beach. Even Newport. I mean, Newport has the Trumpies, but, like... Go to Laguna Beach over Huntington. Everyone goes to Huntington because they think it's, like, a big surf town, which it is, but it's not really, like, nice to vacation in, in my opinion. Go to Laguna. So what other Real Housewives of Orange County dirt do we have from living behind the gates? Um, Or on the side of the gates? Yeah, technically I'm on the side of the (laughs) gates, which... Honestly, glad my parents didn't buy a house in Kodo because that community is so large. Like, some of my friends that live in there, you have to drive 20 minutes out to just to get to the gate. And then from there, it's, like, another 10 minutes to the grocery stores and everything. You go, like, all around the whole neighborhood, right? Is, like, is there only one way in and one way out? No, there's actually two gates. Okay. So I'm really close to one gate, and then there's another one um, down the road. And there is one um, road that runs all the way through, but the problem is it's, like, it, it's kind of at the front. So then all the neighborhoods are, like, behind that road. Mm-hmm. So you could live way, way, way out there. And usually the further back you go, the bigger the homes are. Um but it's just like imagine living in that and it takes you 20 minutes just to get to the gate and then another 10 minutes to get to like the grocery store yeah you would never want to leave your house that's so annoying so honestly my parents minds for not buying in Kodo because when they moved to the area that's when everything was brand new just being built um but I do still have friends or like friends parents who still live in Kodo and my friend TJ his mom is finally selling her house in Kodo but he's been on like the Kodo de Casa, like, neighborhood pages and stuff like that. So 
he always sends me screenshots when the housewives post on it, which Vicky and Gina seem to post a lot on it. Mm -hmm. And the other day, even Gina posted and she found a dog. So she was like posting like, hey, found this found this little black dog and then posted her phone number and it's just so funny to me because it's like no one cares like no one's gonna take that phone number and call her like she's a celebrity because like besides me (laughs) yeah besides you um but it yeah it's just like so casual and then vicky just loves to complain on that page and it makes me laugh so hard like the other day she posted um that she she couldn't believe that their their quiet and peaceful Kodo to Kaza that used to be a no fly zone now there are planes flying over Kodo and just disrupting the peace and my friend TJ who used to live there is actually a pilot so he sent it to me and he was like lol at me literally flying a plane over Kodo yesterday but yeah it's just it's really funny to see their posts like what are they complaining about um especially during lockdown and with the election and the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, I know he said, at least from Vicky, there were some some pretty ugly posts. Um, or, on a Facebook group page? Yes, on the neighborhood page, yeah. They talk about everything. That's like, have you heard of um, Nextdoor? Is that a thing here? No. Okay, well All there's... I know here is like the Disney secret theme park group. And okay. like Universal Passports. Um, there's drama in those, which I love just reading. Yeah, like, well... Like my whole newsfeed is just like universal drama. Nextdoor, I think, is an app. I know you can you can access it through just the internet too because my dad is on it for like our neighborhood and he uh-huh. would show me some of the drama sometimes and it's so funny. It's meant to be like helpful, you know, for, for like, you know, in case someone's dog is lost or just things like that for the neighborhood but people fight on it and it is so funny there's always drama but yeah next door is just like it's one of those where you can like specifically join like your community or your street or whatever um but there was one post at the beginning of lockdown last year where i guess there was a um not a member Actually, it was a member. I thought it was someone who worked there, but it was actually a member of the Coto de Casa Golf and Racket Club mm-hmm. had gotten COVID and they found out. And this was like maybe a week into lockdown. So this was back when it was still such a shock when you heard yes. that someone had COVID. And um, the Golf and Racket Club had put out a statement and they were like, oh, we had a member who was here. And That's he, tested positive. Yeah, they have tested positive and he... Um, he did golf here. He did go and have dinner at the clubhouse and blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, we're taking whatever measures to clean and everything. And all of the comments were from all of these women, all these residents saying, like, shut it down, close it down. Like, they're trying to hide. And even Miss Vicky did comment on that post and say, close it down. I thought you were going to say the opposite. That she was no, going to be like, who well, cares? That's why it's so funny because it, this was right at the beginning when everyone did think it, was, it yeah. was such a huge deal. Little did we know how many people would come into contact with it after that. But yeah, in the beginning, Vicky was commenting like, shut it down, close it down. And then it literally took like three or four weeks for her to be like, open everything up. I'm sure she got bored. Yeah. I think she finally sold her house. Um, it was listed on Zillow for a while. I think it was listed for $3.2 million, which honestly is pretty low for Kodo, I will say. It's pretty low. Um, but I did look at her Zillow listing, and she didn't renovate the entire house. Um, 
a lot of it was probably still the same from like 2005 whenever she bought it she did a big renovation on the kitchen which looked nice that's what i say it's probably the and kitchen the master bathroom but some of the like <laughs> some of the pictures in like uh, the downstairs powder room and, you know, just, like, little rooms. Like, outdated. It's outdated, yeah. It looks very early 2000s. You remember that, like, those, like, dark brown cabinets and the kind of, like, Italian theme with yes. all the, like, brass and yeah. very much that. Um, I can't picture exactly what you're describing. Uh-huh. But, yeah, she's been trying to sell it for a while, I guess. But 3.2, again, is, like, pretty low for a decent-sized home in Kodo. So that was pretty surprising to me that it wasn't selling. And then I did see she posted on her Instagram story. She's just, like, kind of dumb. Like, she is a very good businesswoman. Maybe, like, hashtag female Trump, like, girl boss. Because she has her own business and makes a lot of money and does really well with it. But she's just, like, kind of dumb as rocks. So... She had termites in her house, and she posted about it on her Instagram story, and she's like, oh, when you sell a house in California, you have to get it tented. You have to get it tented because they just find termites, and this just happens. It's like, no, you had termites in your house, and you didn't know. One of my favorite things that she did on social media without knowing was one time she got, like, the when the iPhone X came out, she took a picture of, like, her like new phone like on her bathroom counter and you could see her completely naked on the saran wrap of the phone oh my god so she's completely naked posted on instagram was like got the new iphone and then everyone was like girl like commenting like you're naked (laughs) like that's my favorite vicky moment on social media oh my god i love that her and Gina, I mean, because they're just, like, OGs and they're definitely older than the new housewives, like, Gina, I think I sent it to you, but Gina had posted a selfie of oh my her God, and yes. Vicky together, and Gina's picture that she posted was so facetuned. I mean, she and Vicky literally looked, like, 30 years old. It was so facetuned. It was insane. But then... She got exposed because Vicky posted that same selfie, but like almost almost unedited. It was like almost the raw image, and so you could just you could just tell the difference. And it was I was kind of laughing at it. It's so weird because I feel like Gina's a person who wouldn't care that she's aging. I know because like on the show, like I mean, we only know from the original seasons, but like she wasn't wearing like makeup and getting glammed up every Mm -mm. day or anything like that. She was an ex Playboy bunny though, so I know she was always like a little little bit insecure about the weight she had gained since then i mean she had children like Mm. obviously you're not gonna look like that forever and she's older Mm -hmm. so that's just normal yeah but i mean i think just a lot of women are always going to be insecure about that i mean especially if you were a playboy centerfold i mean you're never you're probably never gonna look like that again so i can imagine probably madison will look like that forever though true or she just has someone doing her social media for her like maybe someone young who did I don't that? Know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think someone our age would do that because they looked way too young. They would at least use the Facetune two app where you can like use like the light mode and like do different things. Like Ricky, like does like changes the lighting on like features of like people's faces when he edits pictures. Mm-hmm. Like that's what that intern needs to be doing. If I doing remember, 
I remember when Ricky would like facetune like nails or nail polish mm-hmm. in like Isabel's Starbucks drink photos. Yeah, or people like, like holding Rice Krispies oh, or like Disney Park treats. Like he'd always facetune their nails. So they were nice. See, that's that's iconic and that's necessary. This picture that Gina posted. I like when Ricky also edits pictures of people that are already beautiful, but to make them, like, even more beautiful. Like, he's like, imagine they really look like this. It's like someone, like, already has, like, a chiseled face. I don't like that. I always see pictures of Meghan Markle on Twitter where someone, like, really facetunes her, Mm -hmm. and she is already so beautiful. So I'm like, don't do this, because it makes me feel like people are like, even Meghan Markle isn't beautiful enough. I haven't seen that. What I've seen the most is actually people, like, uh, facetuning hair on people. People always facetune, like, mermaid hair on Taylor Swift, because they want her to have, like, long hair again. Okay. So it's, like, her on the red carpet, they're like, look how good she looks. I'm like, wow. And then, like, I find out, like, Weeks later, like, when I see an actual picture of it that, that wasn't real. Like, I don't, oh, so I they don't even say that they added the yeah, hair. Like, they just do it? <laughs> they're, like, a goddess. Like, it's just, like, they, I say they edit it and they just, like, post it and, like, just put whatever caption they want, but they're not, like, I did this. Like, I just think it's, like, actually what it looked like. Oh, my God. And then God. I'll see, like, a real post on, like, Taylor Nation's, like, Instagram or Twitter. And then I'm like, oh, wait, so she doesn't have long hair. Like, I thought she had, like, hair to her butt all of a sudden, but it's not. Speaking of Taylor, mm-hmm. were you so excited for her big win last night? At the Grammys? Yes, album of the year at that point. Um, I don't have the app, so I just was, like, in the shower, and I told my friend Emily, I was like, text me as soon as, like, album of the year is announced. So she texts me, like, album of the year. And I'm, like, waiting, and they text folklore, Taylor Swift, and I was like, Ah. Did you see um, Robbie's oh, video on yep. Twitter? Our friend Robbie, Robbie I Bromley love you so much. is being torn to shreds. <laughs> he posted a video of him and his oomph called Mikey reacting to finding out that Taylor Swift has won album of the year. At this point, it has... 1,225 quote t- tweets and after I refresh it it gets like lower so I think that either people are reporting them or they're like oh maybe I shouldn't have like tweets and it's like this offensive yeah. I don't know it has 149 retweets and then I don't, how do you see the amount of response that something has wait how many likes did it, is it at it's at 1,294 oh, okay. oh, oh it keeps changing how do you see how many people so it's like a it's like it. a mini viral moment. But also it's like an anti viral moment. Everyone's yeah. like saying like I hate them. <laughs> Two hundred and nine uh responses. I mean, if I if I read these, like I don't I can't even read them without like yeah, saying like such offensive it's words. It's bad. It's bad. Um I'm trying to find one that's appropriate. Like, okay, aw, Millie, bring your gun. Like <laughs> like Millie Bobby Brown. Okay, that one I can say out loud, but like, people are writing, like, both of y'all are going to hell. Why do they have to ruin this moment, stupid bleeps? We could survive without this video. Please delete this. Nothing worse in the world than white bleep. <laughs> when will the world be free of white gays, grown men? Someone was like, they look 54 or something like that. Girl, like, imagine what? Imagine being 54 and reacting like this. Okay, Gen Z. so mean. Gen, I, that has to be someone in Gen Z because Gen Zers literally call, like, they think, like, 25 is old. Well, I'm old. 
I guess so, but, like, that literally has to be, like, a 16-year-old. Oh, yeah, y'all are 56. This is Kurt Hummel world? and Blaine Anderson. OMG, apparently Millie crashed into their living room seconds after <laughs> this clip ended. Okay, that one's funny. Um, the other ones, I can't read because there's such bad words in it. Yeah. But, yeah. But I'm very glad she won Album of the Year. I kind of thought Dua Lipa was going to win by the end of the night because I was like, okay, like, she really has, like, all the momentum this evening. <sighs> Dua Lipa. Listen, I I love her. I love her music. That girl is not a performer. I'm sorry. At least she's updated, like, her performing since the it's, previous it, years were yeah. so bad. I like, mean, there's there's definite improvement, but I just, I'm so bored watching her. Especially, Did you watch his performance last night? It was good. And the it, pink? Was, it was better. It was better. But, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just hard when um, you compare her to the other performances of the night. Yeah. Like, Megan the Stallion. Goddamn. That was a performance. And even Doja Cat, I really don't think she's a great performer, which I think a lot of people would disagree with me there. Um, I don't know. I just, her, her dance technique, you can tell that it's like, she feels stiff and awkward when she's doing oh, things. Oh, for sure. But Ariana um, Grande could never. Yeah. Ariana <laughs> her just like sitting yeah. on her microphone. She's just going to use the ponytail as yeah. a prop for the rest of her career. And, and that works. So I do have to respect Dua and Doja for at least pushing themselves yeah, they're definitely trying to do really better. Hard. I remember Kesha was, like, when she had a reality show, it was, like, really pushing, like, a sh- like wanting to perform better because, like, everyone would comment, like, how bad of a dancer she was. And so she was trying, like, so hard to be, like, a good dancer. Aww. And I've seen her in concert probably seven times. And oh, wow. there hasn't been that much of a, an improvement dance-wise. But yeah. there's a, an improvement of just being confident on the stage. Yeah, and there's a, there's a difference, too. Like, being a good performer doesn't always mean, like, being a good dancer. Like, sometimes it's just about stage presence yeah. and about, like not necessarily interacting with the crowd, but there's a certain, like, stage Well, yeah, look at Miley and... Cyrus. Like, she doesn't dance at oh. all anymore. Like, she did in the Hannah Montana years because she, like, had to. Right. But nowadays, like, she'll she'll slide on the floor She's and, absolutely like, a performer. Yeah. yeah that's but different. She's not doing, like, choreo. Mm-hmm. And she's still considered yeah. pop, but she's and not doing everyone, more rock now. Yeah. Not everyone has to have choreo, but that's exactly what I mean. Like, some people are just performers, and some people are just singers and songwriters well additionally well actually i'm just interested to see what did you think about harry styles performance i loved it of course i mean i love everything that man does he can he can do no wrong in my eyes what i would really love to talk about more though was his red carpet outfit I think this was one of... Ashley Tisdale vibes. Okay, yeah, that did make me laugh. But to to be honest, I think this is, like, one of my favorite things he has ever worn. Because this outfit, like, you can just tell he picked it out. This... I really don't think this was a stylist. It very well could have been a stylist. But I just... I really think that he picked this outfit out and he wanted to wear it. And he chose what colors he wanted to paint his nails and it just warms my heart and like all of the pictures of him too like he had the biggest smile and like i don't know you could just tell he was so happy my only comment is that i thought as an opening performance of the grammys it was so boring it was i will say it was a little bland it was a little boring until i saw his abs exactly but also (laughs) that could be a thing though because like 
they had it so they made like everyone go like back to back like Billie Eilish went right afterwards mm-hmm. and stuff so I'm like okay was it maybe you couldn't have like that elaborate of a set like the way it was made yeah but that's like you see everyone else that performed not everyone else but like Taylor Swift and Doja and like they all have these like elaborate sets so mm-hmm. I'm like and, well, I mean, that's never really been his style. Yeah. Like, he doesn't really do the whole elaborate sets for live performance. I would love to see him do that. But, yeah, I can definitely see how that as an opening performance was a little... It, and it was like it an wasn't, acoustic version. It wasn't, like, a pop, like... Yeah. It wasn't something to pull me into watch the Grammys. And I was, I was like... I was right. surprised it was only Watermelon Sugar. I thought yeah. he would at least do two songs. So I was a little bit surprised that it was just the one. So I guess we'll keep going now. We're in the pop culture. We'll go in my pop culture recap. Okay. So also that night, Beyonce had officially received the most Grammy wins ever, Mm -hmm. which is like a world record. I thought it was funny that she didn't perform with Meg Thee Stallion on her part of the Savage remix. Like she was just sitting there while her part was on. First of all, um, it's already a big deal that she showed up to the Grammys. okay? Okay. It's a big deal that she was even there. She's not going to be, like, she's not going to perform just a little part. Like, if she's going to perform, it's got to be her performance, you know? Um, But, yeah. She could have just performed at her table. Just give her a microphone. (laughs) Her just sitting there with her mask on. That actually probably would have been good. But it did... It did warm my heart that when Megan was accepting her Grammy, Beyonce was up on the stage with her. Because Megan was talking about how she was just such a big Beyonce fan. Mm-hmm. And she's very young. I think Megan's like 24 or 25. So I think that's like, I mean, I can try and think of being in her shoes and being up there at such a young age when your career has only just kicked off, meeting your idol and having her sing on your track and then like accepting a Grammy with her right next to you. That's like... I can only imagine what she was feeling. I wonder if that's one of the first times she actually met Beyonce, because, like, that was all recorded during quarantine. So I'd only met through, like, I Zoom, was, right? I was actually wondering the same thing, because the whole time I was watching that, I was like, I just want to see a moment where they, like, hug. Like, yeah. I just want to see Megan, like, fangirl a little bit, but she, she pretty much kept her cool. Yeah, I feel like that was maybe, like, the first time they actually had met in person. I don't know. It could have been... So, you are all done watching Bling Empire now? Yes, I am. Okay, so it's official that this week Kelly Mealy and Andrew Gray officially break up after five years, so no more Power Rangers. Thank God! Wait, so did they, they like, got back together Immediately. I think she's broken up with him at the end of the show to seem like a strong character. Like, the show that she, like, built something, like, throughout the season. Girl. Like, a storyline, you know what I mean? Yeah, but he was just, oh my god, he was, like, he was almost as bad as all those men from the hills. Like, literally every man in the hills was a horrible boyfriend, just, like, terrible. They still are. Yeah, they still are, clearly, and, like, yeah, him that this dude from bling empire like i'm shocked that she didn't kick him to the curb sooner well and good news selling sunset and bling empire were renewed so bling empire was renewed for a second season and selling sunset was renewed for a season four and five already wow and mary fitzgeralds who is a real estate agent on i almost said bling empire on selling sunset 
her newest client for um, someone trying to buy a house is Bronwyn in Orange County. Oh. Oh, wait. So they're now selling homes in Orange County or Bronwyn's trying to move to Los Angeles? You know, I don't know the answer to that. But I just saw the post said that they are now officially working together and people are questioning if MTV and Netflix are going to allow a collaboration. But also we don't know officially yet if Bronwyn is staying in Real Housewives of Orange County. Mm. Um, she may have been removed, but the person that she said that she wouldn't film with um, was fired. So who knows? Kelly Dodd was fired. Okay, I don't know if okay. you were aware of that, but yes, Kelly Dodd was fired. Well, was I knew fired. there were a couple because I know Miss Vicky was fired too. Do you watch Land Sunset? I did, yeah. Okay. I did. So Maya Vander has additionally confirmed that she will be commuting from Miami to LA for the next two seasons of filming of Selling Sunset. Queen, I loved her. Yeah, and she's had her baby, so she'll be uh, bi-coastal. I mean, it makes sense. That must be, like, such good money, and that show was so successful. I came out to be like, no, I'm just gonna sit it out. Yeah. If they could tap into the Orange County market, too, if Oppenheim Group, like, um, opens an office in Orange County or starts taking homes in Orange County, like... That's a whole nother world. I mean, no $75 million homes, but there are, I mean, like multi-million dollar homes all over Orange County. What about Chriselle? Where does she go? Like the Olympic area? Olympus? Chriselle, like when she joins the show, she... She was in the valley. Oh, was there just a neighborhood called Olympus then? That she uh, it was like maybe based off of like the Greek things like Hercules and Odyssey like all the houses are built like the neighborhoods were named after like Odyssey uh, yeah that must have just been like a neighborhood because okay. she covered the valley okay so I was a little off on that one I was wondering because I knew they were expanding because that was like her project was expanding the group to be like going a little bit further than mm-hmm. just that area so I'd be interested to see what's gonna happen because. Christine posted on TikTok the her pregnancy announcement and she searched everyone from the cast and not one person from the cast liked or commented or messaged her about her pregnancy reveal or that oh. she was like pregnant like nothing. Oh. Like no one congratulated her. So she's not friends with any of them right now, I don't think. So Well, see. I will say, I mean, that show seems very like overly produced, so I don't think any of them were actually friends. No, I could see maybe like Maya being friendly with at least one of the girls because she's the one that just seems like pretty genuine, but who knows? Well, while I'm on the theme of like California things and that's happening with celebrities and all that, we do know that um, Paris Jackson was spotted filming on the current season of The Hills. Oh. Yes, so. I want to be a one episode thing. I know Slater, the um, artist, was also on the hills because she's recording a song with Heidi Montag. Um, but it seems like they're always trying to find like young, random, like influencer celebrities <laughs> to like add on to the show. Like last year, they had Pamela Anderson's son be one of like the main characters. Uh, okay. So they're like, always trying to like add like one person from like, the younger generation, I guess, to, like start people well, to watch the hills. Well, that's like Addison Ray is going to be in the new season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Also, like the way I feel like Addison Ray's time is like already almost up. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know about any of these influencers. Like I. It's just weird to me because I'm like, she has a TikTok, so obviously that's how she got famous, but like, what do you do to to keep that up? Like, what do you do? I literally have no idea, because I feel like it's going to fade so fast. Yeah. 
Because, like, Charlie, like, I don't even hear about her. The only thing I've heard about her recently was that they made a remix of her drink at Dunkin' Donuts. But before that, I only knew who she was, but it was because of Dunkin' Donuts. But also, it's, like, it shows you, it shows you how separated I am, I guess, from, like, yeah. all, TikTok influencers. All I've heard about Charlie is that, like, she put out a book, and I guess she was getting some backlash because she admitted she didn't write it. But, like, duh, any celebrity that comes out with a book, like, if you think they actually wrote it, for the most part... If it's, like, a, a book about their life, like, an autobiography, then most, for the most part they did. Them. But, like, duh, there's a ghost writer. Like, she's 16. Do you think she actually wrote a book? I don't know. I Apparently like, she's getting backlash for that. I'm like, just, she's a kid. Just leave her alone. Do you remember, like, when Kendall and Kylie were writing books and they were 16? Oh, yeah. Like, do you think they actually wrote Absolutely that? Absolutely not. I don't get where people... That's Even, like, the top celebrities do not write their own books. Yeah. I just, I can think of, like, a very select few, and it's because they're famous for being writers. Like, celebrities that are famous for being writers write their books, I think. Mm-hmm. Actually, probably, to an extent, they probably don't anymore, but... Yeah. That's, I mean, even Shakespeare didn't write his own book, so why would Charlie write her own book? <laughs> you don't think he wrote his own plays? No! He didn't? No, he didn't write those. Oh, I don't they're know. They're, like, he had, like, apprentice apprentices and, like, people that, like, would write for him. Wow. Like, I'm sure he wrote a few of them and wrote his, like words in with other people's, but they're not just solely Shakespeare's work. Mm-hmm. Speaking of not solely people? Shakespeare's work, we finally know the whole story between Paris Hilton, Lindsay Lohan, and Britney Spears' iconic photos. So we've always had a mixture of different stories or clips, but Paris had an 11-minute episode called This Is The Truth on her podcast, This Is Paris. And she finally revealed that Britney Spears and for her name, Paris Hilton, <laughs> were leaving the Beverly Hills Hotel when a photographer had asked them, Paris, is it true that you hit Lindsay? And then she said, you can ask her yourself. And then, like, like two, not even a block over, like, a couple cars down, Lindsay Lohan's walking down the street mm-hmm. and they notice it. And then they ask Lindsay, and then Paris gets in her car... And then she says she looks over, and then all of a sudden, Lindsay's in the middle of, like, the car. She, like, got in the car with Britney and Paris because, like, the paparazzi got so, like, heavy. Yeah. And they just, like, drove her down, like, two blocks and dropped her off. <laughs> like, I've always known, like, when they interviewed Paris, she's like, she wasn't invited. Or she's like, I didn't tell her to come. And now we finally know she just, like, got in the car to avoid the paparazzi. Oh, my God. And Paris said it's, like, one of the most, like, highly sold photos. And it ended up being on the New York Times the next day. Wow. And she's never had such trouble, like, moving away from the paparazzi than that night because they wouldn't, like, move away from the car because everyone wanted that picture, like, mm-hmm. so bad. And so she couldn't see anything because it was, like, constant strobes. Yeah. And she said that was, like, the height of, like, paparazzi pictures for her. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, so we know her and Lindsay are not friends. She says that Lindsay has betrayed her multiple times, and they've been best friends since Lindsay was 15, but after being betrayed by so much, she decided she could no longer be Lindsay's friend. That's fair. But she wishes her all the best, which is like... She said that before on David Letterman, and now, but recently last year, she had an interview on Andy Cohen where she had to say three nice things about Lindsay Lohan, and the first thing she said was that she was beyond, and then it just got, like, gradually worse. So she's not a fan of Lindsay. So, but yeah, we finally know the truth behind that story. All right, moving along on our pop culture recap. I'm going to go a little faster now. 
Tasha and Caitlin Briscoe are to replace Chris Harrison on The Bachelor after, you know, he went through the whole thing, basically defending racism in a way. So I'm excited to see them together. I love Caitlin Briscoe. Tasha has one of my favorite seasons of The Bachelorette, so I cannot wait to see where that goes. Random news is Wow is engaged again. Um, so good for her. She's engaged to a wrestler, which apparently you can see them dating on and off on the Jersey Shore reunion TV show. Since last week, I talked about Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, Jen Shaw, and how she had some footage come out of her verbally and also physically attacking her assistant, her clothing designer, um, and multiple other people. So she has sent season desist letters to all those people who have leaked the audio or leaked the video of her beating up her assistants who are also part of her family, so those are like her cousins and whatnot, so that's, um, that's interesting. I don't even know what to say to that, honestly. <laughs> On Real Housewives of New York News, Ramona singer Axon leaked her big statements again for the second time within the past three months. <laughs> oh my god. Showing all the money she's made off of Amazon and Cameo, and showing that she got a deposit from her social media team for $7,500. She just withdrew $16,942.90 and that her current balance is $367,470. That's so, it? Yeah, I don't know if that's like her checkings or which one that is. She probably has but... multiple accounts with multiple banks yeah, and you so can't have all your money in one place. She's done that multiple times now so good for her. <laughs> like just keep sharing all your wealth. Uh, moving on to MTV news. I should have related this with the Jersey Shore but speaking of MTV, Siesta Keys show star Juliet Porter is officially releasing male bathing suits and I will be buying one but I also will be shorting them because they like go down to the Okay, knee. I was going to say are they going to be like 5 inch inseams or like No, they're like ew. to the like board shorts. You any men who still wear real board shorts grow up and get some 5 inch inseams or 4 inch inseams. I always get my grandmother's like to hem mine to or not hem but she basically chops them and then has to sew them 